At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network. Visit, what is it? VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. Sorry, laying a little short wire right there. <laughs> you never knew that. Right now. Uh, it's all probably brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Billings. Because I'm getting ahead to my next thought, which is uh, we got golf coming up. Sia Najad joins us from Sports Line, co-host of the First Cut Podcast. Talk Masters with us. A tradition unlike any other. As is as will Ben Raza here momentarily, the director of betting at uh, Stochastic. What's your favorite Shaggy song of all time? Is it Stochastic? Oh, it's Mr. Bombastic. But yeah. for the uh, today, it's Mr. Sto- Stochastic. Yeah. Okay. And I forgot to mention, we're kicking it with Chrissy later. Chris Andrews. Yeah. Coming up. My God. In studio. Now, do you think he'll talk about Fezzik again? Because Fezzik was on with Patrick in a mall yesterday on Sharp Money. I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll see. I don't know. I didn't get a chance to listen much of that. Chrissy listened to the whole thing. Chrissy listened to the whole thing. He said Patrick did a great job. Patrick was wonderful. Patrick was always wonderful. He's a great interviewer. I mean, that is. Like I texted you, you you guys are two of the best we have around here. So, Well, thank you. He's nails. Uh, real quick before we get to Ben, LSU's 102-85 victory over Iowa in Sunday's Women's National Championship game was the most viewed NCAA women's basketball game on record with 9.9 million viewers on ABC and ESPN2, according to Fast National Numbers by Nielsen. How about that? Yeah. So we were right to start the show with the I think yesterday. that's what we were, yeah. yeah. I guess what we hit on yesterday. And it sure, it sure felt like that, the, the buzz around it, and the numbers prove it. Yeah. David Stern, bow your head. I'm going to give him some credit. Let's talk some masters. Ben Rasa joins us from Stochastic. You can follow him on Twitter. He's the director of betting at Stochastic. You can follow him on Twitter at JazzRazDFS. That's two Zs in Jazz, one Z in Raz. DFS doesn't have a Z. How you doing, Ben? Good to meet you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Great, great week ahead here. Let me let me just ask you first, What? where did you get the name Stochastic? Where does that come from? So stochastic uh, is, uh, you know, it's a statistics term, and we were originally awesome, and we kind of wanted to capture uh, just kind of a, a, a different feel, a different vibe, because we were really, you know, by the numbers and heavy in the analytics. So we came up with that, put a kind of a, a cool spin on the, the spelling of it, and the rest is history. The rest is history. Do you have a background in golf? Are you a golf fan growing up, and you're just like, you know what, I want to I sort of be like an Aaron Schatz of golf kind of thing. What was, what was your thinking here? <laughs> No, not really. Uh, I, got, I just, I love to bet. I've bet sports for a very long time. And, you know, golf was something that I, I spent a lot of time on the DFS side 
playing and more and more uh, I thought there were some edges. It's a great sweat. You get four days out of it. So it was kind of just the best of both worlds. But, no, I, I didn't really grow up uh, heavy in the golf world at all. It is a beautiful betting thing. Again, four days, massive pool of players. There's no other sport quite like this. So it does create all kinds of opportunities. So let's start with just a couple macro things. One, the weather, right? We mentioned this earlier on the show today. Obviously, this is a big deal because it's 80% precipitation chance of on Friday, 100% chance on Saturday, and then 60% on Sunday. To what to what extent does that play in? Let's start there. Definitely a factor. You know, it's one of those things when you kind of build backwards, which is what I try to do when I'm building my outright card of like, what kind of golfer do you want? And maybe this ups. Uh, maybe the driving distance, maybe off the tee in general, if it does play very soft, that might change kind of the formula for success here. So I, I do think it's a major factor in ultimately who puts on the green jacket. Okay, so long hitters might get an extra nod from you, I guess is is what that means. What what about live golfers? Do you handle them in a certain way that you otherwise would not, based on maybe just lack of play, period, just not being out there a lot? That's the million-dollar question. Uh, if you can figure that out, uh, you're going to have a real good chance of success because I really struggle with, you know, are these pseudo-exhibitions? Are these, you know, Cam Smith is adamant that it, this is still elite competition. It's going to be fine. But I, I worry about some of these guys. You know, not, maybe not Dustin, maybe not Cam Smith, but when you go down the list, the Neiman and those type of players, I really don't know if they're as prepped as they would be if they were playing in some of the more elite fields Uh, leading up to the Masters. So Augusta is the most predictive of golf courses year to year. Where does your handicapping begin? What are your primary base points that you're basing your bets on? Yeah, so like you mentioned, I couldn't agree more. It does take, uh, you know, could could a debutante win? I guess it's possible, but you really do learn more and more. So I do like to look at guys who maybe not haven't broken through, but at least they're getting some reps on the course have been trending upward. You know, I, I've seen that in recent years, going back to Patrick Reed, to Hideki. You know, they got, in, they got some experience. They had some close calls, so that always helps. And then, obviously, I do like to see my golfer at least in the hunt in the past month or so. You know, he doesn't have to win everything, but at least showing some form because there's no doubt to win this field, you got to know what you're doing. you gotta, you got to have all your skills in the bag or it's just not going to happen. Is there a metric that you're emphasizing more than others, and is there one – that you are de-emphasizing in a way that others might not? So, you know, with the weather, I do think that's going to be a a very interesting situation, particularly around the green. That's something uh, I do think can take it in and out of this tournament. For me, though, I'm going to lean more, and like most people, obviously, if you're dialed in with your irons, that masks everything. You don't need to scramble if you hit it to five feet every time. So I look at that. Obviously, I want my guys on the approach game uh, to be able to handle it. And then, you know, of course they need to putt, but good luck predicting who's going to start rolling in 15-footers. So as long as my guy has a fighting chance on the greens, I'll let the chips fall where they may. So for me, it's more of the ball striking than, than the short game right now. All right, so let's start with your outrights. Who'd you land on there? Well, eventually, by even if it's by random chance, I will be right when I say that Rory's going to win this. Uh, I have to start there. I, I mean, he's been so close so many <laughs> times. He looked good in the match play. He was good at API. I really hope this is his moment now, you know, sitting seven, seven and a half to one, not my favorite uh, number in the world, but I do think of the big three, I'll call them Rory is where I'd go. And then I'm looking kind of at that Tony Finau, Justin Thomas range, you know, sitting in the mid to low twenties. 
I think those are the type of players with the conditions that we might get really could be uh, in the hunt come Sunday. Rory looking for the uh, career slam. Looking yeah. for that here as he does each and every Masters. Um, okay, what derivative markets beyond? Did you give all your outrights? Is that the only the only group right there, or is there or are there more? I mean, I do think you know if you want to extend it just a little bit. If it gets really nasty, a guy, I'm kind of surprised no one's talking about Shane Lowry. He's upwards of 55, 60 to one out there. He's got an Open Championship. Doesn't mind the wind. Doesn't mind the rain. He played well here in recent years. So if you're looking for a long shot, a dark horse, I think Shane Lowry is worth a consideration. Okay. What derivative markets do you like playing here? Yeah, so, I mean, the beauty of this, obviously, there's so many different things, and you can open it up to the top 30s, the top 40s, even the top 20s. I mean, looking at some of these numbers, I'll just reference a couple of top 20s. Like, you can get Brooks at plus 150 out there, Decky's at plus money. I mean, these guys, of course, could win the tournament. But I also think it's a very good chance in, in terms of a coin flip uh, that they can land on the first couple pages of the leaderboard. So I like doing that. And then obviously when you get into the matchups, you know, depending on who you draw, you can kind of exploit some of the golfers that maybe you want to short this week if you don't like the setup. Who might some of the short uh, people you want to short? Who, who might some of those guys be? Yeah, so I'm going to probably, uh, and this is, again, a dangerous game with Cam Smith. But I, I know he's had success at Augusta, but again, looking at when I, I mentioned off the tee, if there's one thing that Cam Smith doesn't do like the best players in the world, it's off the tee. He makes up for it because he doesn't miss uh, on the greens at times. But with that, with the live factor, you know, I'm seeing some matchups against Spieth and, and even some against Xander, things of that nature. I like these guys on the PGA Tour against Cam Smith here, even if you're laying a little juice. So to me, I think him, I don't think, and this is a different situation, that Bryson – Although he's got the firepower, I don't think his game is anywhere close right now. So I see Adam Scott versus Bryson. These are just a couple of matchups that I have at the top of my card right now. Bryson DeChambeau playing it like it's a par 67. It's famous words from <laughs> yeah, 2020. Uh, you have DFS in your Twitter handle, so let's talk a little DFS here then, Ben, for a second. If you're, if you're tackling this from a daily fantasy standpoint, and you're, let's say you're in a large pool, what's your strategy here at the Masters? How frisky do you get down the line? Yeah, so I think it's always a fine line. Number one thing is I think people get too crazy. They're like, oh, I need to play Larry Mize to be different. Don't do that. You don't need to do that. Just all you need to do is find a couple leverage points here and there, people with reasonable shots that might be low-owned. So I, I really look what I do with DFS and tournaments. You know, I build a very solid, what I would call a pretty vanilla lineup. Then I throw out a couple guys, I remove them, and I put in two wild cards in there. Maybe, you know, guys that are a little off the wall, a little different. And if one of them pops, now you have a, a great core with a couple of wild cards really separating you from the field. All right, Ben, I asked this of all, uh, of all golf guests, and particularly when we get to the majors, and so here we are. Who is the guy that if he wins this tournament is going to cause you the most self-loathing? In other words, a guy that you're considering playing but you won't quite get around to betting him, and then he ends up winning it all. Who's the guy that's going to elude you here? Oh, this is the easiest question you've asked me so far. It's, it will be and it will forever be Xander Shoffley. I cannot get him right. I'll put it like this. I bet him last year at the Masters, and he didn't make a, bo a birdie until the 36th hole, I believe. He was cut uh, in an 85-man field. So Xander, once again, will not be on my card, and I do kind of like him. If he puts on the green jacket, I think I might just have to hang it up permanently. 
is it a is it a win equity thing in the biggest events? Is that kind of what what does that play there? It, it's just so difficult because he's always to me in, in such a uh, opportunity cost range with the, with E now and DJ and JT, and he's always like that last man out for me. So it's just like a little too short of odds. And every time I do seem to go on him, he does not play well. So I, I love Xander's game. I just rarely get him right. And if he plays well this week, that will really tilt me. All right, Ben. If he does, I'm going to be thinking about you, man. Thinking about <laughs> it. Ben, great to meet you, man. Thanks so much for doing it. I really appreciate it. Talk soon. Ben Ross, everybody. Director of betting at Stochastic. They call him Mr. Stochastic around the office, I'm told. At Jazz DFS. Sia Najad will join us. We'll talk golf with him. His thoughts on the Masters. He's got a bunch of plays. Plus, Todd McShay has another mock. And, oh, the quarterbacks abound. We'll tell you all about that next. Numbers Game VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. numbers game on v the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season with 24-7 streaming. Daily best bet emails, including advice, data, and strategy for only $9.99 American. Our experts are also getting ready for golf's first major of the year at Augusta. And for this year's Masters betting guide, Wes Reynolds profiles every player in the field, and Matt Humans tells his best bets. Sign up today to get full access to v through the NFL draft for only $9.99 at v slash subscribe. Very no, no, but seriously, Wes Reynolds writes about every player in the field. Every player. Every player in like, the field. Like Larry Mize. <laughs> yes. He does a Larry Mize. Doesn't yes. he just take the Larry Mize from, I would hope from so. last year and just... I would hope Copy so. and paste, I hope. But I don't know. I started scrolling through that yesterday. I was like, man, I knew you were doing a lot of writing, but geez. Took him from Wednesday to Saturday. Said he worked on basically nothing else. We get tweets at beating the book. Scott C. With last night's game in mind, I think America deserves a one shining moment video montage of missed layups. Also, much praise to you for being such a good friend to Todd. Well, let's throw free throws in there, too. If we're, if we're, if we're going to hate on college basketball, let's do it right. <laughs> free throws, layups. Uh, by the way, I... I you, you don't have to praise me for being such a good friend of Todd. Todd's awesome. But thank you. Jamie Leva. Love the show as always. Gil, does this sushi joint taste even better now that everyone wants to know about it? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Gil just goes there every night and sits there <laughs> thinking about all of us that uh, he refuses to tell. Nevada Azer. Give me Cam Smith all day long versus Spieth. Talking about our 
talking about live golfers in the last segment, plus, you know, Dave Tindall landing on Jordan Spieth earlier. For those who missed it, Cam Smith was the only live golfer, I believe, by the end of the day, who spoke to media yesterday. He did talk about taking some significant time off uh, from the game kind of around the holidays. That that did stick out to me. And Tom F. with maybe the best tweet of the week at T for three. He goes, Twitter beef Tuesday to electric boogaloo. <laughs> what you know about that, Kelly? That's from back in the day. That's a uh, that's a reference to breaking to Shabadoo and Boogaloo Shrimp back in the day. We'll see if we have Twitter beef Tuesday too. There you go. <laughs> that's phenomenal. Uh, Sia Najad joins us, everybody. We always love to hear from Sia. Uh, Sia is the NFL and PGA analyst for Sportsline, co-host of the First Cut podcast as well. You can follow him on Twitter at S I A N E J A D. How you doing, Sia? Gil, Kelly, how you doing? It's Masters Week. Uh, it's kind of exciting. Kind of exciting. Boy, oh boy, it is totally exciting. And I'm sure you're doing 25 different Masters shows like we are. But this is the week to do it, man. And you've got, I'm just looking at all your bets here. We got to get to it. I mean, I, I could ask you the same questions I asked of everybody else, which is, and let me just ask the one about the weather. I mean, can you do anything with this? Or is this one of these things where you're like, you know what? I can't let it distract me from how I'm going to handicap it anyway. It's more the second part. It's more the not distracting me part. But, but I will say this. I mean, the, the, the way the Masters plays, especially now versus like four or five years ago, when you add the layer of weather in, it does obviously favor the longer hitters. But to be honest with you, I was kind of on the longer hitters anyway. Not that I'm disqualifying shorter hitters, but they're sort of at the, the bottom end of the totem pole in terms of my player pool. So, yeah, the weather factors in, but i got to be honest, especially this year, whether it's wind or rain or anything else, you factor in the weather and, and you really kind of throw yourself off a little bit. So there's nothing leading me to in a different direction as a result of, of the rain that we're going to see. Okay. I'm going to crescendo to uh, McShay's mock draft because I want to get your thoughts on that. But let's start with your outrights here at the Masters. What do you got? McShay, I think he went to the same school I did. I went to the University of Richmond Law School. And I think McShay went to University of Richmond. So you asked about my outrights. Um, I'll start with, I've got four, and then I've got a couple long shots I want to pepper in. Uh, Patrick Cantley, I absolutely love at plus 1,800. Um, weighted tee to green, he's second in this field. Uh, he's third in weighted greens in regulation. I found myself over the last couple of months, like, listen, I want to look at approach. I want to look at the more particular stats, and I've looked at all those with Patrick Cantley. But some of these global stats are really important, particularly tee to green, greens in regulation. And when you add the weighted component, which adjusts for how talented each field is going back, um, it, it, it is super helpful, and I like those stats with Cantlay. When you look at the more specific ones, he's been great with the ball striking. Really like him. Colin Morikawa is very interesting to me. I actually thought the number would be longer on him, but it seems to be about plus 2,500 across most of the markets. Like, I, I think we need to remember he finished fifth here last year, and he was third best to Green behind Rory McIlroy and Scotty Scheffler. For those of you that don't know, Rory McIlroy was actually best to Green he just wasn't very good with the putter, and that's where Scotty had him. He had him by three strokes with the putter, and that's why he ended up winning the Masters. But um, I like Colin Morikawa as far as the putter and some of those issues he has. I think you can kind of get right on these greens, and frankly, I'm looking for the ball striking with Colin Morikawa more than I am anything else. Two more outrights that I like. Cameron Young, plus 2,800. I mean, obviously, he gets an advantage in a bump with Paul story. He was 10th at the API. He was second in match play, as everybody knows, and I think he was just exhausted going against Sam Burns for his seventh match on that Sunday. 
Victor Hovland plus 3,500, bad short game. But honestly, when he's been at the Masters, he, the finishing positions haven't been great. But I'll say this, the around the green play has actually been pretty good. He's gained around the green in two out of three last year's Masters. Didn't go so well for him. He lost over four strokes around the green. But I think he could have a positive short game here. And plus 3,500 is good. The two long shots I'll just mention real quick. Mio Pereira, he's a debutante. But I like his game. I find him as like kind of a poor man's Cameron Young. He's 90 to 1. And then Danny Willett, former champion at the Masters. He's 175 to 1 in some markets, 130 to 1 in others. His game is really coming on. I'm not just doing this because he's a former champion. The approach play, the ball striking, and the short game, it's all clicking for Danny Willett. All right. Matchups, full tournament matchups at Augusta. What do you got? You got a few of them. A few, and I hope some more come out because I wasn't super impressed with the bevy of matchups that were offered. But I'll start with Russell Henley over Seamus Power. Russell Henley's been good at the Masters. Power's been okay as well. He's only played here once. Russell Henley only twice in the last five years. But minus 120 over Seamus Power. I I like what Russell Henley's doing, both with the ball striking and the short game, as it relates in contrast with Seamus Power. So I like that, minus 120. Adam Scott, minus 130 over Bryson. Listen, this is just a fade on Bryson. If I'm being honest, I would think Adam Scott's fine. I think he'll do okay. But minus 130 over Bryson, I like that. And another guy I'm fading is Matt Fitzpatrick, even though I will acknowledge he's getting some money in the matchup market. But I've got Cordy Connors at a plus number over Matt Fitzpatrick, who really hasn't been good lately at all and might still be dealing maybe with an injury. So Cordy Connors plus 108 over Matt Fitzpatrick looks good to me. Okay, and see, I know you don't want to be known as the first-round leader guy, but you're the first-round leader guy, my friend. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) And I know you're diving in. What do you like, first-round leader? Apology accepted, and thank you, I think. Uh, Patrick Cantlay, plus 2,500, for all the reasons I stated before. Listen, his experience at the Masters isn't great, but he's still Patrick Cantlay at the end of the day, and there's a reason why his odds are near the top uh, relative to what his price is in DraftKings, for example. So really like Cantlay, plus 2,500. Sam Burns at plus 3,500. Colin Morikawa, plus 3,500. Cameron Young at plus 3,500. And a fifth long shot here for first-round leader is Danny Willett at plus 75,000. So that would be 75 to 1. Wow, a little Danny Willett sprinkled in left and right here. All right, see, let's transition to the NFL because you're also the NFL analyst over at Sportsline. Um, Todd mm-hmm. McShay, mock draft 4.0. I think, there, Kelly, there needs to be a limit on mock drafts. You can't, like, do 10 of these before the draft. It's not allowed. I'm yes. okay with it. Keep them rolling. Keep them rolling in? Keep going, All Todd. Right. Todd McShay, 4.0. a cool dozen. <laughs> 12.0. He's going to be right about something eventually. All right, so he's got, and I'm curious your reaction here, Sia, because Kelly and I, we, we went to the market last week. DraftKings had over four and a half quarterbacks at plus 550. I immediately said, we both did. We're like, you got to bet this. It's down to plus 125. But he's got C.J. Stroud going first to Carolina. He's got Bryce Young going second to Houston. He's got a projected trade. He's got the Colts not taking any chances, moving up to three and grabbing Anthony Richardson. Then he's got Will Levis going 14th to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, That's also a projected trade. And then he's got Hendon Hooker going 23rd to the Vikings. Is your instinct that there will be five quarterbacks taken in the first round? That's a really good one. Uh, Hooker in the first round is interesting. Levy's, I I think he's going in the first round. It certainly seems that way, although my understanding is that his interviewing hasn't gone particularly well. I mean, to be honest, I might be on the other side of that. I might be on the the idea that only four are going to get drafted in the first round. But honestly, in this day and age, 
the way the quarterback position is so valued, it, it wouldn't shock me if, if you end up being right in the plus money there. Um, I'm actually going to go the other way there. And for the record, I think it's going to be, not that I have some inside knowledge necessarily, I think it's going to end up being Bryce Young and not C.J. Stroud. Really? Overall. Oh, okay. So that's your, that's your curveball well, at this moment. I see. Anything else? Yeah, more? I just think he's a better, I, better quarterback. That's just like the long and short of it. I think Bryce Young is going to translate better to the NFL than C.J. Stroud, personally. And Will Anderson, your your sense is that he'll go third or somewhere else at this point? Are you talking about Anthony Richardson? No, Will Anderson, the first defensive player. Do you think it's Will Anderson, and where do you think? Because a lot of people sort of speculating now, hey, maybe, maybe Houston, who has the 12th pick also, maybe they grab Will Anderson if they don't get the quarterback they want. Maybe they draft quarterback at 12. Where is your sense of where Will Anderson goes? Ten seconds. Apologies, I thought you were still on quarterback. But, yeah, no, Will Anderson, I, I expect him to go in the top five. As far as the team, where he goes, Houston trading up, I, I can't say I'm super sure about that, but I do think he's a top five pick. Yeah, for sure. And I think he's the first uh, defensive player drafted, though that is already reflected in the market at minus 400. Enjoy the Masters, Sia. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. Talk soon. Chrissy Andrews, kicking it with Chrissy. On the other side, numbers game, VEASAN, the sports betting network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Split bets. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. It's Gil Alexander, live from the South Point. It's a numbers game. Uh, Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine, so much more than a producer, before we uh, kick it with Chrissy here, um, is going to give all his Masters plays tomorrow on the show along with Matt Brown. But I did want to, I did tease at the beginning of the show, Kelly, that you, uh, and by the way, we did not even agree to this. I was like, Kelly, later on the show, we'll talk about the notion of it. And I'm glad Sia said what he did when I brought up the weather, right? It's like, do you change your whole handicapping? Or, like, to what level do you let that seep into your handicapping for the Masters? Because you know there's rain coming. Mm. You, yesterday, you have a pet peeve about this, which I thought was great. <laughs> it's just, go ahead. I'll let you Well, go. I mean, it, first I'll say, just my opinion on the weather, it's, it's already, keep your eyes on it. It's changed, though the weather forecast has changed even since I looked at it yesterday a bit. Yeah. It's one of those things, if you're betting first-round leaders and stuff like that, you definitely want to be aware of what, you know, what – the tea times are and what you know what, what the weather's going to look like in that, but that's why I usually wait till kind of Wednesday night before I put those in. Um, my issue, Gil, in general, is is we have there's a lot of lazy golf handicapping out there that it's oh there's rain in the forecast. Well, I'm going to look at X enter X blank name of British golfer here <laughs> because like right. every Englishman has to be better at playing in the rain. It's just it. it's amazing. It's like we talk about wind, and then it's every South African and Austra- Australian is automatically better in the wind. And I'm like, who has this data? I want to see the data on guy, you know, the on Rory versus Patrick Cantlay <laughs> and how right. many rounds they've actually played, or are we just making broad assumptions? We're all making broad assumptions based the, on where they grew up. The reason I'm going to guess Cameron Smith <laughs> isn't a world-class surfer too, Gil. We're like, oh, he's from Australia. He's probably great with that. The reason this amuses me so much is because my dad, may he rest in peace, my dad used to, uh, he used to do like, 
positive national generalizations, I used to call it, yeah. right? So he would be, like, we'd be in Greece, and then he'd see a ship out there with, you know, maneuvering, and be like, the Greeks really know how to steer a ship. <laughs> and I'd be like, really? Do you think there's something in their DNA? that, Or like, the Albanians can really build a good wall. And I'll be like, what? What, do you think that's really true? And he'd be like, you don't understand. What a waste of a brain you are. So this is the slightly, <laughs> the yeah, slightly is, less ridiculous right. golf handicapping version of my dad doing And of that. course, is there yeah. some truth to guys growing up and <laughs> they great. probably played more in those conditions? Yes, I get it. Yeah. But like everybody throws it out there like it's hard science. Like, no. Which brings us to kicking it with Chrissy, right here on a numbers game. Oh yeah! Can I kick it? Can I kick it? I hope you didn't pay much for that. Oh, we paid so much. By the way, it's the what's great about that is it's the most opposite genre for you. <laughs> Anything. Chris Andrews, ladies and gentlemen, my mishpucha who runs the uh, South Point Hotel Casino Sportsbook. How you doing, man? I'm doing okay. Yeah. My dad with his uh, general... Oh, <laughs> those are... Well, my... I mean the Greeks can't steer ships? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> it's, it's like if he was handicapping the Masters, he'd be like, this uh, this Sandy Lyle, this Scottish really know the play in the, in the rain. Um, I'm sure he's thrilled that I, from underneath that, he's, that I'm talking about him like this. Uh, okay, so you're, you know, someone was joking, Tom was joking on Twitter, Tifa3, he was like, this is like uh, Twitter Beef Tuesday 2, Electric Boogaloo, which is <laughs> just such a great tweet. So you came on the show, for those who missed it last week, you came yeah. on the show because you didn't start it, let's be clear, because Steve Fezzik, who I like very much, um, Steve Fezzik had said something on Twitter, he had tweeted and had said that the South Point was banning players. You decided you had had enough of that kind of talk, so you came on here last week, and for those who missed it, you basically said that's not true. Yesterday, moving the story forward, that's not all you said, but we, we had a good discussion about it. Yesterday, uh, Steve, who is uh, good pals with Patrick Maher, Patrick Maher was the host of uh, Sharp Money here on the, on the network, Patrick and Amal had on Steve Fezzik. Steve Fezzik got to give his counterpoint, point counterpoint. For an hour. For, for 45 minutes, for three segments. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, already, it's already annoyed for an hour. I only got a half hour. So. Oh, is it a half hour? Okay, <laughs> so go you, ahead. So you're, so you're here to now respond to that in part. What would you like to say? Well, a few things. You know, uh, you know first of all, a couple things. One thing he said that, you know, I, I said he was great at betting dead numbers, you know, and they, they logically leaped that to insinuate he's not good at betting you know, live numbers. No, he's good at betting dead numbers. I mean, it goes into like a lot of game theory, which he's talked about himself. Mm -hmm. Didn't mean to insinuate he's not good at betting other things. You can go back and review the tape. I said he's a very sharp better, but that was one thing he was very good at. The other thing I wanted to say is, uh, you know, he talked about how everything was fine up until that one day. Everything was fine. No, it wasn't. I said on last week's show, and I'm not taking it back. It was an ongoing battle for years. Pick your cliche, the straw that broke the camel's back, the final nail in the coffin, whatever. That was, that was it. So not, it wasn't, everything was just fine until that one day. And by the way, he's bet $90. 90 is a trigger because 100 requires an approval. Yeah. The guy bets a bunch of $90 cards the trigger. Steve would even admit. By the way, I hope Steve feels like I represented him well last week. I think you did, and I think Patrick yeah. did yesterday. Patrick, Patrick was great. Did represent both of us. I think it was very fair. He was awesome. Patrick is always awesome. 
but that that ninety dollar point is a, is doesn't need to be glossed over. You're right, ninety dollars. And Steve would, and I, I hope Steve will will be okay with me saying that. Even Steve knows that the ninety he knows what he's doing with the ninety dollars, right? Uh, we've never accused right. Steve of being dumb. No. Okay, so let, can, let me just ask you a question though, because okay. I got a few more things. Oh, too. You, well, let me interject one, yeah. and we'll get back to you. So, I think, so, I think so far what we've gotten is, and again, I really like Steve a lot. Super smart guy, but as again, as I said, I was like, Steve, you're such a nice guy in person, but yeah, you can't help yourself on Twitter. He goes, I know, I can't, I don't know what's wrong. So, one of the things that I think he acknowledged, right, that he got bad intel from one of his friends. And what I think has been established is he was mistaken, right, about what he put out there on Twitter mm-hmm. that started this whole thing, which is no one here is banned but him. That I think he now sees and everybody acknowledges. However, there is the and, – and so I think everybody also heard you say that anybody can bet whatever they want at the counter. That's Michael Gaughan's philosophy of getting people in the shop. But what about the point about certain people – seem to be able to bet whatever they want on the app, but others cannot bet whatever they want on the app. No one can bet whatever they want on the app. The, the app limits are different, and we do have different categories. I can talk to everybody in town, and I've talked to almost, I think, every one of them, and different guys have different limits. There's some guys that all they do is going to bet the moves. That's all they bet. And, you know, it's college basketball totals, whatever. Nobody bets whatever they want. That That is a complete misnomer. Some guys can bet more because I think they give you, you know, kind of <laughs> you know, legitimate bets. You know, like Spanky talked about how I've put him on for some big numbers here. But Spanky comes in and bets. He is not just betting injuries. He's not just betting moves. I mean, Spanky's, God knows, Spanky's not stupid. He's gonna, not going to lay seven and a half of the number seven everywhere. So, but he'll come in, and if it's a solid number, he'll give you a bet. And I you know, usually put him on pretty good. Put him on pretty good uh, college basketball totals, too. You know, I, I, you know, I put him on pretty good. He's a legitimate better. But some guys are just betting moves, and, and their limits are a lot smaller. They are. Okay, so not getting hung up on the language of anybody can bet whatever they want, but you are acknowledging – that's that there are different limits for different people. There are different limits. Like, you know, the standard standard, I think, is I, I, it's either I, I, NFL's so long gone now. Yeah, I'm not talking playoffs. I'm talking regular season. I think it's either I think it's 5000 for just a standard player where we take a lot more at the counter. You know, so it's not they could bet whatever they want. But, we, you know, 5000 on the app, you know, were you? I have a lot more I want to talk okay. about with that, yeah. but I, no. you know, we don't do not have time in this segment. Well, let me let me. I'm st- go, we're still on Steve. Let me go back to yeah. Let me go back to one one thing that was said yesterday, when it was brought up to him by Patrick of what you said here last week, which is, you know, this can be rectified mm-hmm. if you simply just say why, tell mm-hmm. the truth, right, of why you were banned. He seemed yesterday to not really be interested in that. No. Was that noteworthy to you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I I would say this, you know, what I said about Steve, about the battles and all that, I heard from some others. I heard from my own employees back there, a former employee, at least one other casino. Same ongoing battles. Same stuff, even some different things than what I've dealt with. So I'm not taking anything back of what I said. 
And I also said, you know, if he, like I said, he didn't have to apologize or grovel, and no. I think they played that. Just no. admit w- why he was banned. Though I will give him, you know, he's like, oh, if I'm if I'm that hated, I really don't want to go yeah, in that's there. That's fine. Because trust me, I get that from, you know, I can relate yeah. to that kind of thing. Um, you wanted to say more about this on the other side? I, I got some more I want to okay. say about the, the right. app. Kicking it with Chrissy. More about the app. On the other side, Chris Andrews right here, exclusively on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. numbers game on vsin the sports betting network bet mgm the king of sports books unleashing the spirit of las vegas with bet mgm rewards every time you make a wager at bet mgm you can earn bet mgm rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens planning a trip to vegas you can also convert your bet mgm points into mgm rewards points you can use towards dining shows at hotel rooms at over 20 mgm resorts properties located on the las vegas strip and nationwide sign up with bet mgm or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with bet mgm rewards eligibility restrictions apply BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander kicking it with Chrissy. Chrissy Andrews, my mishpucha. Um, nice intro by the guys downstairs. Who do we thank for that intro? Is that Kevin Kev? Oh, it was a little bit of everybody, but yeah, Kev led the uh, led the way on that. Kev. Audio Kev, man. You know what? You know what I've learned about this place? You should always listen to Kevin Kev, Kevin Trask. Amen. He does. He knows all. Um, Chris Andrews is uh, with us. Twitter beef Tuesday two electric boogaloo as uh, coined by T for three on Twitter, um, or as we like to call it, one giant ploy to sell Chrissy's books. <laughs> which did happen last week, right? I talked about how if you want to know my discussions with Michael Gone about the app limits and all that, go buy my book, then one year. Right. It's in there. It's in there. We had, you know, I said it was right before, I can't remember the exact date, but before the pandemic, so March or February of 2020. Yeah. And I sold a bunch of books. So a lot of guys went and bought the book. And I would tell you, if you bought the book, Give it to your friend and go buy another one. So you get out because I did. I sold a bunch of books. I, I had to laugh during the during the week. It's I could see the sales thing. numbers come in. But so uh, yeah, all your well, conversations with Michael Garner. Yeah, and I was very you know uh, honest in the book. Yeah, lo- listen, like I said, I, I love Michael Garner. The book's owner dedicated of the to Michael. South Point. Yeah, owner of the South Point. The yeah. book's dedicated to Michael. I love him. Uh, like a big brother, kind of. We've known each other for many, many years, you know. But we disagree on some things. We disagreed on some things there. And if you want to read more about it, mm-hmm. go buy the book, buy a couple of them, so you could have a few on in reference. And uh, we sold a few. You wanted to say more about the app? 
yeah, can I talk? But before we go on, I'm yeah. going to talk about Fezzik. Please. Because you know, he, he, listen, he's very, very good. He's very polished. Mm -hmm. And he had 45 minutes plus, the, 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 you know, which I haven't had nearly as much at that time. He's very, very polished. He talked about some of the complimentary things he said about the South Point, which is true. He said some derogatory things, too. And I pointed that one particular thing out to you last week. I'm not going to bring it up again. I'm going to keep it in my back pocket, though, in case I need it at some point in time. It's not very complimentary. Matter of fact, it's very derogatory. You said it to me off air. Uh, yeah, I sent yeah. it to you off air. Yeah. Um, but, but that, you know. But you, you make a point about. He's very good. He's very persuasive. And, you know. You, you make a point. You, you, off air, you made, you made a point. There's truth. There's falsehoods. Then there's then there's the half truths. And there's half truths. There's yeah. a few half truths in there, like when he said everything was fine until that one day. That, and then one Saturday, yeah, sticking it to him a little bit. A little yeah. shot in there. I saw, yeah. 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 By the way, the parlay cards weren't on Saturdays. They're only on <laughs> Thursday and Friday. So that, that and like I said, everything was not just fine. And I like I, I confirmed this with my employees yesterday. It was a constant battle for years. Not everything just came to fruition one day when he put in some parlay cards, and that was, you know, the, and then that was it. Yeah, you know, that's just that simply is not true. Yeah, I listen. I again, I'll, I'll say it again for for those who missed it. I I really enjoy my time with Steve. I think he's a, I think he is a wonderful he's a wonderful guy. Um, he even admits like he doesn't know why, like he can't help himself on Twitter talking, you know, not just about this, but I'm talking about like if, if he thinks he's right about something and someone else is wrong, he sort of can't restrain himself from pointing that out, right, instead of just like not saying anything at all. So he, he even acknowledges. And, and, that's and by why, the way, can I say, yeah. oh, no, I, I'm sorry. No, no, no he, I'm just There's a lot of things he said over the years, and I never responded, never said anything. Yeah. Been on this show, been on Patrick's show, in the studio that Michael Gone built, by the way. I never said one word about it until yeah. he, he lied about me. Yeah. yeah, and you have every right to to come on and, and dispel that. And I just, you know, I do I do think there is a bit of, you know, look, this is no, this is absolutely no breaking news to anybody who's been on gambling Twitter before. For whatever reason, there is a culture of, it's not enough for me to be right about something quietly. Uh, I have to tell everybody that, you know, you know, people, some people like to have that street cred on gambling Twitter to let you know that everybody else is wrong. I'm not just saying Steve. Oh, no, have, there's a couple have, others, too. We have sports books in town that love to tell you that they're right about everything. <laughs> really? and others And others are wrong, right? <laughs> so it, it's this culture that is there and honestly benefits nobody in the end, quite frankly. I'm, I'm not going to go there yeah. right now. Okay. But right. I do, I, I want to talk about some things, you Please. know, about Michael gone. And, you know, that we have a lot of beefs with the guys with the app and this and that. Everybody, and boy, well, not just in our business, but in the world, everybody looks at things from their own perspective. What benefits them the most? I want you to take a step back and look at the Michael Gaughan perspective. Put yourself in Michael Gaughan's shoes. And I wrote down some things because I, I started thinking about it. I said, God, I'm going to forget all these things. By the way, you know, Michael Gaughan is very old school. What do these guys want to do? All, you know, from Jackie Gaughan, Warren Nelson, my old partner and boss, they want to drive traffic. That's, that's, and by the way, the formula works pretty good. Just look around this place. And like I said, I see the bottom line. I know it works pretty good. But here's some of the things that Michael does. And let's start with the sports book. Most ticket writers in town come in here on Saturday and Sunday. We have 12 writers there besides 11 kiosks. So he's doing all he can for the customers. 
Uh, and by the way, they're, they're probably the highest paid in town, too, the ticket writers I'm talking about. Um, we do minus 105 on the NCAA tournament, minus 105 for the Super Bowl, dime line on the money line in the Super Bowl. All that is doing to drive traffic. That doesn't, you know, increase your margins or anything like that. Uh, free parking. Tried free parking anywhere else? It's very okay. large here. Free March Madness party. Free. I also, besides it being free, I also took picture screenshots of the food and drink prices. <laughs> Absolute best in town. And by the way, the drink prices are that like that every day in this place. Again, all to drive traffic. Um, we have a buffet. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, seven days a week. No one else in town is doing that. You think that's a moneymaker? Yeah, it's not. But again, drives traffic. The showroom has shows virtually every night. Maybe not 365 days a year, but probably 300. I see some of these other places, not strip, but some of these other. They have one show a month, maybe two shows a month. We have pretty much every night. Drives traffic. You don't think that's a big moneymaker, do you? No. No, but it drives a lot of it traffic. It might not be Adele. It might be the Jewish um, oh. Italian <laughs> Greek thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. I like that but guy. there's a show every night. That's Herman's Hermits. You yeah. know, Rita Rudner. Sure. You know, I mean, so, you know, decent names. Kelly, you been to the Rita Rudner show? No, I missed that one. <laughs> oh, she's, she used to be Rita every Rudner. night at the strip. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, the... Um, the, the best room prices in, in town, the lowest resort fees. This is something that's gone all the way to the White House, you know, yeah. about resort fees. We have the lowest in town. Um, anyway, all those things, you know, $1.50 hot dogs. By the way, if, I know you're not a drinker. If you want to buy, like, Johnny Walker Blue or some of those highest-priced, high-priced uh, liquor, go to the gift shop. It's the best liquor prices in town. I mean, he does everything he can to drive people into this place. Whenever I do my Christmas gifts, that's exactly where I go. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. I had to buy Johnny Walker Blue. I won't yeah. say why, yeah. but <laughs> I had a rough weekend one time. That's the best price in town. So anyway, oh, and free jackpot parlay cards, you know, we don't make a pay, you know, by the time you pay for advertising and printing, it's a big loser, but Michael does it just to, to drive people in. So then... He's going to have on the app, and, and what's every winning player anywhere in the world say? They can't get down enough. Yeah. Because you're a winning player. You can't get down enough. They always want, you know, look at it from Michael Gaughan's standpoint. Why is he going to make it as convenient for you, as convenient as possible for you to beat him out of money? And a lot of those guys say, well, I'm not going to do any of that stuff anyway. You just made Michael Gaughan's point. He wants to bring you in here for everything else. And if you win, it's, and like I said, you can, you, nobody's banned. You can bet at the counter. Come into the counter and bet. You can park for free, walk right in, make your bet, walk right out. Well, I, and I think that's, above all, that's what we've established here. Yeah. Nobody, except for one, nobody <laughs> is banned. No, so come right. on in and bet. You know, but, no. you know, th th uh, like I said, look at things from Michael Gaughan's standpoint. He's doing all these things to drive traffic into this place. And if you don't like that and you don't want to participate, then that is your prerogative. You can do that. But you have to look at things from Michael's point. That's what he wants to do. And like I said in the beginning, look at, the f look at how the formulas worked. Yeah. Pretty damn good. But I think a lot of people listening would, would, would join me in thanking you for the honesty and the transparency about the app clarifying that situation as well. Because I think that's, I think we advanced it a little with that as well in the previous segment. I will tell you that himself. Yeah. Okay. Chris Andrews, everybody. At Andrews Sports. That's where you can get the books as well. Books, books plural. Books. Then oh, by one the way, day. Patrick, that yeah. book was not about my brother. I don't actually have a brother. He made one of... error. Yes. Yeah. But he was Although great. my cousin Zach is almost like my brother. Then one day, 
Then One Year, where you can find all the conversations with Michael gone. And then the novel, Adelphusmu, My Brother. You're really learning that pronunciation well. Well, you know, the Greeks, they can steer some ships, Chrissy, so. I, <laughs> I heard your dad say that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We've done all we can do. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 